Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bell Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Are we live? You can hear us? All right, it's about time. I forgot the sound effects once again. So focused on just trying to uh, make the show work that, uh, you know, sometimes you forget the sound effects. All right. I mean, all the really live people here in the, in the audience here. All right. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Oh, and the little ditty's still rolling, and I can't hear it, and... It's not rolling? It's not going? Oh, you only hear me? That's weird, because maybe because if I do this. But now I'm going to get echo. All right. Well, there you have it again, folks. We say Wednesday. We're going to skip that intro because we can't hear it, but apparently other no one else can either. So. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Ha <laughs> September 29th for the bestie. 86 days until Christmas. 86 days. I'm sorry to make everybody panic. It kind of makes me laugh. Um, are you all ready? The most important thing is to have your weed. Cannabis, marijuana, ganja. I always say good morning, ganja lovers. We have a special show today. Um, yes, we do. Earl Crothers of the Cannabis, um, let me make sure I get this right, Cannabis Therapy Network is coming on in just a little bit here. Earl's going to chat with us about everything, like business, edibles, um, his website, which if you want to go there now, it's CannabisTherapyNetwork.org. Um, and you can check out their pages. Their pot, they have a podcast. Haha. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. There it is. Where is it? Good one. Uh, journal, social, blog. They have a blog. We're, we're trying to have a blog. <laughs> it's happening. It's going to happen. It's going to happen today. I don't even know. I thought a blog was like um, like text messages back and forth, you know, when you go on a site. But it's more like a forum, isn't it? More like a forum. 
So someone says, and then people discuss what's in that article. Okay. Well, I post articles. I just didn't know that. Yeah, it needs to have a way for everyone to chat about it. That's actually really good because um, I really like to to chat, as you know, (laughs) over nine years later doing the radio show. (laughs) We need the Halloween decorations in here. Maybe I should just go outside and let you look into the vault. They're pretty funny. I love Halloween. And it's coming. And, yes, I decorated early for Halloween. Yep, golf clap for that. All right. Um, So let's see. Let's give a shout-out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. Get certified. You can book your appointment right online. And now the uh, voicemail is correct. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, Went on vacation for Labor Day, and it didn't change back. But, but we're still there. You know where we are. It's not like you can't find us anywhere. All right. Uh, if you want to get your medical card and you want to know what conditions qualify you, PTSD. And that one is very specific. You have to have records from ongoing records from your doctor for that one. We can't evaluate for that. Same with cancer, glaucoma. We can't evaluate for that. We don't have those tools in there. AIDS, um, our big, yeah, our big one that we can evaluate usually for is either like nausea or chronic pain. Chronic pain covers a lot. But you can still get certified for PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, uh, all sorts of seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, all 20-something different kind, including dementia. Um, <clears throat> hexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Uh, you're also eligible for a uh, medical cannabis card uh, if you suffer from a treatment that's causing anything on that list. Yes, indeed. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can even email thdtucson at gmail.com. You can come down if you want to come and see everybody uh, in person, or we do telemedicine. Uh, You just have to fill out our form online, and we are trying to fix that form so it works a little better for everybody. Uh, But if it doesn't, you have to just refresh the page a couple times. It's very strange how that happens on some computers that you have to refresh the page for that one. But click it, fill it out. I think there's a space to upload your photo, right, your ID, oh, and your records. And then we'll get you to send your pretty picture in later. Um, So you can do that, but you can check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com for all that information. What's that? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe we can add that. I think we'll do that. Good call. We'll add that. All right. I believe our guest, Mr. Earl Carruthers, is on. 
I'm going to read a little bit for you here, give a little intro and shout out. Earl Crothers is founder of Cannabis, uh, Cannabis Therapy Network. It's a consulting service that includes uh, customized cannabis use plans, advice, and basic cannabis skills training for beginners, troubleshooting for advanced users, uh, dosage tracking, strain customization, cannabis-relevant mindfulness techniques. Ooh, that sounds good. Where's our ooh? Yeah. And guidance on the many methods of ingesting marijuana, whether you're new to cannabis and you need to learn the basics or are simply trying to achieve more positive cannabis experiences, our G3 Cannasultants can help you on your journey. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Earl Carruthers to the show. Hi, Earl. Hello, hello, and what up, though? Hey, hey. How's it going your way? I had to try a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. How are I'm you? I'm, from, I'm doing well from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, we're enjoying this uh, new fall, fall weather. It's a little brisk this mm-hmm. morning, but we're looking forward to the change of leaves. Yes, amen. I know I was out on my little quote run this morning, and it was 63 degrees. And then for Tucson, that's a little brisk. <laughs> I'm sure it's colder over there. <laughs> wow, wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. So, Earl, tell us. Um, I could read your story here, but let's let's have you tell us your story. This is you have a very unique story coming to the cannabis world. I have some some great questions for you, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh yeah, no problem. I, uh, by all means, if I get into a rant, jump in, stop me at <laughs> at uh, at uh, any time. However. Yeah, me, my my entry into the chemist industry, I guess, wasn't really that uh, orthodox. And I guess many people came to the industry uh, has their own unique story. But I I played uh, college football and I cracked my pelvis, and Ooh. I decided to not take any kind of opioids to kind of uh, heal myself. And because I've seen other players and I have friends who got addicted to those uh, pain relievers. Mm-hmm. And I just, I guess I was being kind of health conscious, but yet I wanted to take care of my body. I didn't really drink too much. or And I thought if I consume cannabis that – actually, I had to read for madness. I thought if I consume cannabis that I would go rape people. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird. But uh, so I, I just – I used other natural uh, remedies, and then um, that was from, from football. But then after that, I graduated, uh, became a banker. I became a stockbroker with uh, J.P. Morgan. Um, I opened up a couple other businesses. Um, I, I guess I was been kind of a serial entrepreneur. I uh, had a credit repair business, landscaping business, um, and then I eventually left banking to really just start running my own businesses. Um, and then I read a book, 4-Hour Workweek, about some uh, Timothy Ferris, about how you can kind of create a product-based business that could run without you and using that business to be able to support your lifestyle while you can do the things that you really are passionate about, whether like I, I wanted to coach you with football, um, I wanted to mentor kids, but but those things couldn't you know pay my bills per se. So I wanted to create a product based business that could uh, support that kind of lifestyle and um or that lifestyle that I felt comfortable living. So I started researching right. different products uh, and, and I wanted to 
get into, I saw, I saw the problem of um, the way that those who play sports, um, the options they have for natural remedies for pain relief. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to create an anti-inflammatory uh, natural sports pill and target sports athletes. And that's going to be kind of my product that I sell online um, and go from there. So I started researching uh, anti-inflammatory uh, plants. Uh, different natural remedies, and just by Google search, cannabis came up. Um, huh. In about 2000, 2009, uh, 2008, here in Michigan, we became medical. So there was a lot more information about cannabis in Michigan starting to populate. Um, and again, I had to read for madness, so I did what uh, most people do if they had that, they were blinded by all the lies from the war on drugs. You just started reading more, yeah. and one thing led to another, mm-hmm. um, and I, I took a six-week course on cannabis, and it just opened up my eyes to wow, this this miracle plant could do for anti-inflammatory. So then I decided to not do the sports medicine, but to start to grow cannabis. Um, oh, and, nice. Yeah, and then and then here in Michigan, uh, to to be able to do that, you just uh, in 2008, 2009, as a a medical marijuana law, you just needed to um, either become a caregiver for someone who qualified for um, different conditions, whether it's pain relief, nausea, uh, whether it's depression, there's a list of different conditions that can help you qualify for using medical cannabis. Um, our most popular one is, is pretty much chronic pain. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can either be a, care, you can be a caregiver for someone and you can grow for them, or you can be your own caregiver and grow for yourself. And you also can grow for up to five other people. Oh, um, nice. So that's, How much can you grow yeah. per, per person? A good question. So you can grow 12 plants for yourself, and okay. you can grow 12, 12 plants for five other people. So 12 times 5 is 60. Whoa. Plus, <laughs> plus your 12, that's 72 plants. So legally, 72, you can grow that's 72 a lot. Plants. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and naturally, here in Michigan, um, that's a good point. It's a lot because when you grow 72 plants, most nine times out of ten, that's more than what your patients can consume. Um, oh, yeah. So what, so what do you do with all the extras? We call them overages. And that's where this natural organic caregiver networking uh, business model pretty much started to where caregiver, caregivers who had extra product would then um, give it to other patients and by law, you can receive compensation for the work that you put into what you did to grow. And really, that's how so many yeah, and, and that's how so many stores in Michigan open up between 2008 and 2016 is just by that one little clause that a caregiver can receive compensation for the cost of growing product. Huh. So yeah, so from that point. Um, I had extras, and it's kind of like, what do you do with these extras? So I started right. a, I started a delivery business. Um, nice. So and that from being an entrepreneur, from the, the other businesses and, and, and being in banking, um, I kind of understood marketing from a standpoint of, uh, or just businesses. I wanted to have mm-hmm. a, a, a very good product. I wanted to be very knowledgeable. Uh, I want to give great customer service. I had a a fair price, um, and I was on time. And that made me really stand out uh, from a lot of competition because people still treat it like a hustle 
in the early uh, 2010, yeah. 2011 versus like a business. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Then I got so that's true. I got so busy with the I got so busy with the deliveries that I ended up uh, using my creditor office as a clinic where I was taking appointments. Um, so now I kind of had this kind of appointment only, uh, you can call it dispensary, but here we technically call it like a caregiver collective um, uh-huh. where people could, could make appointments and come in, just like you go into a dentist's office or make an appointment, you uh-huh. come to the lobby, you check, you check in, you go back, you see the um, the camera consultant, um, you make your selection, and then you go. So I had appointments, and then I had deliveries, um, and that uh, picked up to where I ended up opening about two or three locations. Um, and then yeah. I got raided. Oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I yeah, just when yeah. it was going good, right? So what happened? So uh, from, for, for, for the rating, so in order to join the collective, uh, we didn't just serve anybody. Just come walk in off the streets and be like, hey, I need some weed. Um, you have to prove that you were a patient or a caregiver. So we need a proof of your paperwork or your or your card, and then we need a proof that uh, the state approved you, and really the best way we can do that is proof of your cash check, because by law, we couldn't call the state and say, hey, did Roy Jones um, get approved? They wouldn't give us that information because of HIPAA law. So, mm-hmm. But if the state cashed your check, then they approved you. They're not, not going to cash your check that you submitted for your license to uh, be a patient or caregiver unless you were approved. So that was how we knew that you approved. Um, then we had your ID, and then you signed our agreement, our agreement to, you know, that what you are getting uh, is for medical use only. You're not doing it to resell it. You're not going to drive high. So it's, it's a really professional. Right. Like we try to, you know, go by the law as much as we could understand it. So there was a cop that, uh, that came in. Uh, we, we were in a county that uh, was kind of, not in favor of cannabis. So, again, this is early 2011, 2010. Even though we passed it with 65% of the voters, still mm-hmm. there were still people who were still very anti-cannabis. Even mm-hmm. now, it's still like light years. People oh, treat sure. it so differently. But, still, but back then, it was just like mm-hmm. still, if you smoke weed, they thought you were, you know, the devil's friend. Um, the devil, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but we lived in a county where they were not in favor of it. So how they decided to ensure that cannabis wasn't really in their county was just to raid and to arrest people, um, even though there was laws to protect that. Um, so we had a cop that came in with a fake ID, uh, a fake medical marijuana card, um, a, 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 fake, a fake cashier check, and uh, a oh, fake man. license, and signed our agreement, um, made a couple um, donations towards products, just reasonable things like, you know, Graham here, um, a couple of edibles here, nothing like, you know, 20 pounds, nothing like that. Um, it was all <laughs> right. reasonable, uh, you know, amount. And then a month later, uh, we got rated based upon um, their interpretation of the law was that you could not receive compensation unless it was from the people that you grew for, uh, which oh. wasn't the plain language of the law. However, they wanted the courts to figure that out. So... In the meantime, you just right. arrest people, you raise people, put them in court, and then see if they can survive. Huh. Yeah. And, and then, then um, they but, take your pro- seizure property and stuff? 
Yeah, yeah, it was. It's, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, it's, civil it's, forfeiture. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's the the light has shined on all the ways that the system. You could say it's broken or it's working the way that it was truly intended. Um, yeah. Uh, all you know, my cars were taken. Um, vehicles uh, were taken. They broke into, or I say broke into. They raided the home. Took anything that was in safe. Froze all your bank accounts. Um, put guns all in your face, uh, put me in jail. Um, wow. and, and, yeah, and so I was in range, and they charged everybody who was working. So, mm. yeah, I, I had to uh, come out and fight that case, and all six of us had to go to court for almost six years to get it dismissed based upon entrapment. Wow. And never, and never got any of, of the other stuff back. Of course, of course not. It did yeah. get dismissed. Yeah, it got it got it got dismissed, and uh, but it's not like Law and Order. It's not like TV. You know, it gets dismissed six oh, years no. later, and then you know, yeah, everything's all rosy. Um, they have their right to appeal, <laughs> um, so they appealed it. We even had to go to the court of appeals. Um, oh man! And the court of yeah, the court of appeals ended up overturning it. We had to go back to circuit. Um, then we had to appeal that to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, and the Supreme Court only takes select cases. Uh, so right. another, you know, year or two, another year or two later, um, they decided not to take the case. Um, so we had to go back to circuit court. Um, now wow. we're like eight, eight, years, uh, eight years in. Um, and then they decided to really, because we kept fighting and we were going to go to trial, we ended up getting offered like tickets. And... You know, going through all that emotional trauma for everybody, it was just like, you know what, we'll just take yeah. our tickets and just, and just kind of move on. So we took the, um, yeah, we took the L for, you know, the oh. assets of forfeiture. They, they even, you know, raided my mom and dad's house because I ended up, oh, my no. uh, name, yeah, my uh, name was, was on the mortgage. I helped get to my house for Christmas one year. And, uh, oh. yeah, and like, uh, yeah, they even put guns in their face and, and uh, like, they, my, 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 my mom is bipolar. But she, yeah, she, uh, she no. uh, doesn't even answer it. She doesn't even answer the door to this day. But nevertheless, you know, we, we, I took that um, and used it as ways to figure out how I could still survive in the industry um, without being able to touch the plant in that, in that manner. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm so sorry all that happened. I, you know, we've had friends that have had very similar situations, um, but it's just so sad. Are you guys left with felonies, or was it or you, you didn't get anything at all? Yeah, well, we were facing um, multiple um, charges, like six different charges, um, felonies, uh, money laundering, uh, delivery with intent, uh, uh, conspiracy running out of the drug house. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we wow. ended up getting a uh, a high court, actually a high court misdemeanor, uh, which is what I was left with with that. Um, now, there there is more to the story to where uh, in the midst of all that, and we were fighting it, um, I, you know, we, we thought, I mean, we were being, I, I get it, we were being pioneers. We weren't really trying to be you know, shady, um, mm-hmm. bad actors, you know, it, it's more of kind of creating criminals out of thin air. I guess there wasn't enough criminals to go find themselves. Um, right. 
But exactly. we, we were also, yeah, we were, I was also charged with uh, with edibles as far as um, being in possession of edibles and counting each edible as cannabis. Um, so the weight of the edibles took me out of the Medical Marijuana Act, per se, in their opinion. So I was charged with a oh, felony for, yeah, for the possession of the edibles. So, yeah, I had a felony on that that I had to go. But it was two different cases that were coming out of this whole ordeal of being an early pioneer in this industry, and both of them had to go to the Supreme Court. Um, and that case for the edibles actually ended up creating case law to make edibles legal um, for everyone across the uh, state of Michigan. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, yeah, definitely been one hell of a journey. Well, sounds like it, but sounds like it ended up with some, some, some good things happening, though. Because edibles are super important for people, you know. Yeah, yes, especially you know, if, if even if you know you have you have younger people who are not looking to, you know, you want them to smoke, so you can give them tinctures. Um, if they're mm-hmm. suffering from some type of uh, uh, condition, to where cannabis can help relieve their scenario, whether it's chronic pain or whether it's seizures, uh, whether it's problems sleeping, yeah, I mean, or or, or your grandmother. She's not looking to, you know, smoke out of a pipe, but maybe she eat an edible, like a gummy or a cookie mm-hmm. or some kind of drink. Yeah, it's definitely a safer alternative than smoking. And, and it, it was clear that the law meant for edibles, but, again, you're, you're fighting the powers that be that were still anti-cannabis. And, and just because something yeah. is legalized doesn't mean that everyone accepts it until we continually keep fighting a good fight. Oh yeah. So now it's twenty end of twenty twenty one. What are the, the the laws like now? Do you guys have you have a good medical program, good rec program, or what do you have? Yeah. So now um, fast forward it from two thousand eight when we medical in two thousand sixteen, uh, we approved the adult use law. Uh, I'm sorry, actually two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. So ten years later, uh, we went adult use. So. You didn't have to have a medical card now to possess or consume cannabis. Now anyone 21 years of age or older can consume, possess, and grow cannabis. So with adult use, everybody per household can grow up to 12 plants. Nice. Um, and, and, and you can possess up to two and a half ounces. Um, and you can keep any of your overages as long as it's locked in and secured in a private space inside your house. And that could be... 10 pounds, 5 pounds, as long as it's locked and secured, you can actually do that underneath adult use. So now in Michigan, we have two different laws. We have the medical, where you can still mm-hmm. grow and possess up to 72 plants um, and, and possess up to 15 ounces. Um, or we have the adult use, which you can grow up to 12 plants per household, as long as you're above the age of 21, and possess 2.5 ounces out in the open. Um, but there's not really a limit as to how much you can have if you're growing um, that is locked right. and secure. Yeah. Right. Well, there. Well, yeah, and that could be just pounds. I mean, but you know, I, if you're if you're looking to make edibles or uh, juicing your plants, even um, you you know, twelve plants can go pretty quickly though. I mean, because concentrates depending on what you're making. You know, you can. Use that up pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, juicing or, or yeah, hash oil, 
Uh, yeah, she yeah. Say hash is my favorite. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, How do you make yeah, your hash? Uh, I like I like bubble hash actually. I like I like water soluble uh, bubble hash. Take uh, take uh, some cured cannabis and uh, I, I get the, a bubble hash machine. You get it from Amazon. Uh, I take about uh, a quarter pound, put it inside of a mesh bag uh, with some ice. Okay. Let it whoosh, whoosh around for like 15, 20 minutes. Strain that out. Uh, scoop it out. Let it cure and dry uh, for about seven two hours. Uh, inside the fridge, um, and then I can consume and, and, and smoke. That's a very clean and, and, and pure smoke. It's one of the oldest ways of making concentrated cannabis is hashish. So, yeah. Yeah, it always scares me when, because I've done that before. My Our friend, uh, used to be our tech guy, gave us a little washing machine, and it's so scary to throw your butt in the water. <laughs> <laughs> And let it yeah, go. Yeah, it, but boy, yeah, it is. the amount it of is. hash that comes out. Yeah, it is scary. <laughs> but because I like to smoke. I like my, my bong. <laughs> and uh, so throwing that in the water is always freaky. But, yeah, you get a lot of hash out of there. So, wow, that's quite a story. So you, you're you here. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm that. still here. And, yeah, my Lord. Survived that. Yeah. And then um, end up uh, – for the for the the clinic, um, I end up turning to more of a more. It's, that's that's where the cannabis therapy network came from. Um, is seeing cannabis from a therapeutic point of view, uh, not just medical, mm-hmm. not just you know recreational kind of stuff like pick up, smoke basketball, um, but it's mm-hmm. more of just cannabis always been a therapeutic remedy. Even and, and our goal is to restore cannabis as therapy. Um, it's, it's been used as therapy for thousands of years. It's not anything new um, until the war on drugs and all the propaganda made it seem like it was not therapeutic. But at the end of the day, if you want to consume just because you want to calm down because your kids are getting on your nerves or maybe you need some help sleeping or maybe you need some help help to focus, um, it's just like there's physical therapy, there's aromatherapy, sex therapy, there's cannabis therapy as well. And our goal is to educate um, those who are cannabis of all the therapeutic uses of cannabis. So that's kind of the education portion of Cannabis Therapy Network. And then from there, um, here in Michigan, we can have, um, you can consume and, and you can gather in private residences. So I actually opened up a private cannabis club here in Michigan as well called the Craft Cannabis Club, where uh, we host events, comedy shows, burlesque shows, country shows, jazz shows, um, networking events. People, everybody just like-minded people come together. Uh, to share resources, um, education, and make connections um, to all kind of advanced movement of craft cannabis, uh, the, the art, small batch, sustainable, made with love mm-hmm. cannabis, which is a little bit different than the commercial mass-produced cannabis, which is cool. I mean, everybody can have their lane, but I'm really passionate about craft, small batch, pioneer cannabis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. And I like the way you said that. Everyone can have their lane. That's true. There's room for everybody. You know, uh, just like uh, Ed Rosenthal was saying last week, if you combine all the people that are growing tomatoes, we're growing more than all the commercial growers are. But no one's complaining. No one's saying, oh, you can't grow grow tomatoes because you're taking away from my money source. You know what I mean? So I think there's room for everybody. Um, And I'm – 
the craft the craft side of it uh I'm with you I like that I grow myself and I've been growing for a pretty long time and I I think I've gotten to a good craft <laughs> I think I've crafted my craft a bit I'm I'm refining it some more and sticky those yellow sticky strips really help <laughs> so I got to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's gr- awesome. We, we actually, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Wait. Yeah, no, I was going to say actually, yeah, growing, um, you know, just even even just growing a seed, whether you had six plants, four plants, just to see it, whether it's from seed to clone and, and to see like your baby grow up to be a a uh, a teenager to kind of like. <laughs> Uh, this this college student, this young adult to a full adult, and then now it kind of goes into the world and kind of matures to be this uh, wonderful harvest plant that you can consume. It's just something therapeutic about being in tune with plants and just being a human and being with plants. So we actually, um, another thing I started too was uh, a homegrown summit uh, where Mm. we would get together 45-plus great home growers, those who are masters in growing at home and not just a self-proclaimed master, um, but just just meaning that you grow at home and you have some amazing quality cannabis. Like we had Ed Rosenthal come to the summit. Uh, We had Tommy Chong come on the summit. We had uh, Danko come on the summit. We had some amazing growers. Whether you grow commercially, most of them started at home, and they taught everybody Mm -hmm. um, top tips and techniques on how to improve their home growth so they can have amazing cannabis. So that's another thing, too, is just teaching people how to grow at home and not just 20,000 plants, but what about four, right. five, six, six plants? No. Yeah. Heck, you could do real well. You could get a couple pounds off a plant or two if you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. More yeah, than grandma yeah. needs. <laughs> More than grandma needs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they you can get into making products, you know, making butter, making mm-hmm. oil, making yeah. bombs. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that you could do when you grow. Yeah, yeah, you can make anything. It's really great. I got a, I uh, I got a machine actually to help me make some um, some oils and stuff. RSO, um, actually, that I was I made it, and then a friend said they had uh, cancer, so it's like, oh, here, perfect timing. <laughs> here you can have it, and it's helping quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I wish, yeah. Um, I'd like to learn how to make a good gummy, a gummy bear or something like that. That's just kind of packed full of, you know, good cannabis and not a lot of, you know, sugar. That's one thing we see in our shop. There's a lot of products that have, you know, sugars and colorings and dyes in them that aren't so good for people, you know? Yeah, I agree. Clean products. Yeah. Yeah, clean, sustainable. Yeah. Yes. Yep, clean, sustainable, and they can taste, you know, they can, they have some out there that aren't full of the dyes and, and bad sugars that, that taste pretty good, you know, and I don't mind a little bit of a cannabis taste in there myself. I don't think that some people just want regular old gummy bears, so. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those, those are fun to make, too. I mean, um, I'm, I'm actually plant-based, I'm actually vegan, so just trying to make um, even plant-based um, options with those gummies, too, has been uh Nice little challenge, uh, trying to use a substitute for the gelatin. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, that would be kind of difficult. Do you juice the plant then? Yeah, well, actually, um, well, one of my um, entrepreneur inspirations was actually I started a, a gym 
locally um, in a juice bar. Um, the gym still runs. Um, I end up uh, not using the juice bar as much, but to, to, to go back to when we did the juice and the juice bar, because I grew as well, I had extra families, so we were offered uh, juice uh, cannabis as a shot, almost like wheatgrass, um, to uh-huh. to add. So, but I still keep that up uh, at least monthly. But yeah, I, I love juicing cannabis. It, it's something to me. It's one of the best ways to get the benefits of the plant without all the, you could say, the psychoactivity of it um, because it's mm-hmm. not being heated. It's not being heated. It's just right. being chewed. And you still feel a light alteration in your mindset, but it's more of a calming, cool um, effect rather than, you know, maybe you get paranoid or or, or, or maybe you feel like going to sleep or, or couch lock. So, yeah, I think juicing, um, I am a big fan of juicing cannabis leaves, uh, the raw cannabis leaves. Awesome. Yeah, it's got a ton of medicinal benefits, aside, you know, because you're not heating it or you're not changing the molecular structure in any way. So you get everything in its raw form, which is which is nice. And people can – some people don't like the flavor, but I don't mind it so much. Um, but if you mix it with other things, you know, it can help disguise that. But, yeah, it's super healthy for you. So you actually guide people along their cannabis journeys, is that right? Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of what we're doing with the Cannabis Therapy Network. It kind of evolved. Like I was doing one-on-ones, and then now started like the Cannabis Therapy Podcast, which is on YouTube, um, and also we go live on Facebook. Uh, there's a Cannabis Therapy Facebook group that people join. Yeah, so we we're hyping through the through the podcast. We do monthly lives where we have different topics, such as um, about growing cannabis. Uh, we got topics on different therapeutic uses of cannabis, whether it's which ones are good for having sex, which ones are good for uh, pain relief, which ones are good for ADD. Uh, so we have those type of topics. We also get into the history of cannabis. As laws evolve, uh, we kind of break things down like the farm bill, um, et cetera. And then we, we also get into the cannabis business side of it as well. We have um, a section where we get it's called the Cannabis Connect for um for those we get, we interview attorneys, we interview accountants. Uh, for those who are looking to get into the industry or who are in the industry, uh, to kind of fine tune their skills um, and kind of make connections as well. So yeah, so that's kind of where the Cannabis Therapy Network has evolved to now. It's helping people who are kind of curious uh, get to being a little bit more of a believer and being confident, and then hopefully becoming a advocate for cannabis, whether you are a consumer or not. Just learning more about the plant, maybe your friend consume or your son or your mother. You don't have to consume, but we all should become advocates, advocates to me, um, because it's, it's, it's about freedom. It's, it's, about, it's about people being able to consume a plant that has been given on this earth, and the only reason why we are not allowed to consume it is based upon lies. And if we mm-hmm. keep continually fighting against it, we're just supporting a lie, and I believe in living in, in truth, and the truth will set us all free. So um, that's what, yeah, so that's through the Cannabis Therapy Network. And then from that is different um, brands. You could say I'm an entrepreneur with ADD. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, <laughs> the private club here as well. Uh, we have the Homegrown Series. My goal is to have a homegrown membership where um, there's a like-minded people can get together, not about egos, my homegrown is better than yours, or 
I have the best bond we like no, let's all come together, <laughs> learn from each other. Um, so we don't have to, you know, spend three, four thousand to a home grow and then end up having to learn that the technique that you read on YouTube didn't work. Um, four four right. six months later. You know, let's kind of come together and, and share each other's information, some of the basic best practices in growing. Uh, so that's the, the the next step for the homegrown membership. So yeah, that's what's going on. That's awesome. That's great. Growing forums would, are fantastic. I don't actually chat too too much with uh, many other growers, and I should. Um, but uh, I did get some tips last week, so I got to get a CO2 machine. <laughs> I got some. I'm growing indoors. I was using a propane thing system, and I just that just ran a lot of electricity, so I think this will be better. Yeah, yeah. What are you, you yeah. Me, what do you yeah. uh, advise for, for a very new grower, somebody who wanted to just say, hey, I want to start with one plant. Do I start in soil? Do I do, you know, hydro? What do I do? Um, I would start with a tent. Well, first you got to find space. Um, so whether it's mm-hmm. a spare room, um, I would start with either a tent or kind of use, make sure that room could be sealed, um, kind of airtight. So I'll start with that, and then I will start with, as far as the medium, I recommend some type of uh, cocoa or soil uh, versus hydro as a beginner because hydro is less forgiving. If there's an issue yes. with your hydroponic system, um, with when there's more gadgets, more things can go wrong. So yeah. uh, if the pumps don't work or they get clogged up and your plants don't get water, they're going to end up dying. So... Yeah. If you have a cocoa, a cocoa medium, um, or some type of soil, it's more forgiving. You can water um, one day, and then the next day, it's still. Uh, if you miss the next day, if you water enough, there's still some nutrients in there where that plant can eat. So it's a little bit more forgiving um, as far as right. that. Um, so yeah, so I would start with that, and then as far as the light, I recommend um, starting with a LED. I think that technology has evolved to where you can use an LED, which is equivalent, yes, as much as a 1,000-watt HPF light without having to battle the heat issue um, that comes mm-hmm. from the heat of using a 1,000-watt um, light. So I will recommend uh, a, a light as far as LED. Then I recommend making sure you have a fan in there uh, to create. Uh, it could be a window fan or one of those isolating fans to create the air to be circulating. Um, you don't have to exhaust the air out. Uh, there's a new um, VPD um, method where you're keeping everything enclosed and you're not really exhausting air out or in, um, but you just got to make sure that there's a lot of airflow uh, moving around inside that room. And then I recommend an air purifier uh, to get any kind of pathogens or viruses that could be in there. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend an air, air purifier as well. And then... Um, yeah, if, if you have a tent, you may need a portable AC unit um, that can mm-hmm. pump air inside there or even like a mini space heater, depending. Well, you're in Arizona. You don't have to deal with the... the <laughs> no, do we it. don't need any yeah. extra heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, in, in, uh, in uh, Arizona, you maybe have to deal with a lot of humidity, so I definitely recommend a dehumidifier. Um, and then also a humidifier because sometimes you need to add humidity and sometimes you need to take away Humidity, and you kind of need both mm-hmm. um, uh, to kind of balance out that room. And then you're going to need your thermometer. You got to need, need to know what the humidity and what the temperature is. 
Um, if, if you walk in that room and, and if you don't feel comfortable, nine out of ten times your plants don't feel comfortable either. So, yeah, hmm. that's what I recommend. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what's a what's a good temperature to keep your plants? I recommend between 70 and, and 80. If you're using CO2, you can go a little higher. You can go really on 82 to um, 85. And, and when you run them higher, kind of the pores can open up a little bit more um, from trying to perspire or kind of sweat. And the CO2, it's going to take in more CO2, which will hmm. increase in higher yields um, if you're running higher temperatures with CO2. But if you're not using CO2, um, I'll say between 78 and um, and uh, 80. But 78 is a really good temperature, whether you're in veg or in flower. But usually in flower, you can go a little bit higher. Um, in veg, we uh, keep it between, you know, really 78 to, to 76. But in flower, you can go up a little bit higher, 78 to actually 80. And the uh, humidity, I would keep between 45 and 55%. Um, hmm. In in, in flower and in, in veg, you can keep between uh, 50. Um, so in, if you want to go in the middle, go at 55% humidity in, in veg. And in flower, you don't need to have as much humidity. You can be around 45% because there's going to be humidity already when you start to get those buds and there's water inside those nuggets as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow, good advice. I'm going to take some of that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite yeah, you plant to grow? Oh man, I, it's hard. It's like it's mm-hmm. like asking what's your favorite child. Uh, I love all my children. <laughs> well, we all have one. Come on, we all have one. <laughs> I would say I couple. like uh, there's a yeah, there's a plant called nine pound hammer. I, I love the way that it it grows. It's definitely long and lanky, like a sativa, um, but the, the buds get big and, and dense, and it's really beautiful. Almost looks like a like a sherbet, like a like a orange sherbet. Like it really has this unique, beautiful. Just uh, color to it and smell to it, and the, when you consume it, it's more uplifting, um, happy, uh, and calming at the same time. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. I actually started a, a journal, a, a, a online journal called What's the Tiggity dot com. Uh, I know I keep saying I started this, I started this. I got like a thousand things going on, but it's called What's uh, What's the Tiggity dot com, and it's how you can journal how plants actually affect you. Um, are based mm. upon five different moves and five different effects. Um, so I allow people, I encourage people to journal so that you're looking at it more of what the effect is versus, you know, this was fire or this was good or this is indica sativa. Let's kind of evolve into a better system of, well, how is this going to make me feel? Um, and how is it going to affect my mood? Or how is it going to help me as far as pain relief or appetite or focus? So. Yeah, that's called whatsthetiggity.com. And why it's called whatsthetiggity is kind of tiggity is known for what's the recommended mood or effect. So based upon people journaling, other people can share the recommended moods and effects. It helps each other make better selections as far as what to grow and what to consume. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really all about community and, and helping people out because they're there's so many people that are so new to this and especially the older generation really it does have that reefer madness really ingrained in them and so it's scary for them to to try this and it's scary for them to even reach out you know but great you know we're grateful that doctors nowadays are are saying hey you need to go over to tumbleweeds and get your medical card you know 
uh, you need to go see their doctors and, and get your card for, for cannabis use. And, you know, a lot of the older folks come in and they have no idea where to start, you know. I agree. I agree. And, and that's kind of where I agree. I, I, and that's kind of like to us who, who are in it, you think, oh, everybody can figure this out. Or, or even if you Google on YouTube, you know, how to, there's so many different ways. Some of the information conflicts, um, whether it's growing or, or whether it's consuming, or if you walk into a dispensary, it can definitely be overwhelming. Um, it could be, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it can definitely be confusing. So, and, and that's kind of where the, you know, consulting with those who are um, looking to get started with the Cannabis Therapy Network was, yeah, just helping you kind of know some of the basics, you know, about dosing, you know, how much did you take? Um, or is cannabis right for you? Just because you hear a lot about it doesn't right. mean for you. Um, mm-hmm. So really just explaining, like, what to expect from cannabis, um, how to understand dosing, and then also kind of what methods could you use? You talked about edibles earlier, and there's different versions of edibles. You talked about right. just tinctures. You know, there's, there's vape mm-hmm. cartridges, and um, there's, there's different uh, flowers, different ways to consume. There's one hitters, there's blunt, there's joints. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of different <laughs> options. But yeah, I think, yeah, helping people who are curious about cannabis kind of become more of a believer and confident um, to avoid those uncomfortable experiences. Because when you have those uncomfortable experiences, it also does a setback to the movement. Um, it's like it's, everyone kind of has that horror story, unfortunately, of eating too much of a, of a brownie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They absolutely do. And then it does set them back. They don't want to ever, they're like, oh, I'm never doing that again. And, you know, and it's a horrible, you know, way to get introduced to something that maybe could really have helped, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it it may be funny like a a year later, but it definitely wasn't funny when you're in the middle of like thinking you're, you know, being taken to a different dimension, you know, and, 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 you know, you think your heart's about to come out your chest. Like that's not... That's not cool, you know, and, and especially if there's new right. days, are, you know, and still we have to be sensitive to, to the reef of madness that, that still stands. That's because majority of states are legalized. doesn't mean that people are stopping from getting arrested. Um, our assets are stopping from getting forfeited. And people are stopping from, um, from getting put in jail or, or prosecuted for this plant. Like, we still have a huge um, battle to continue to fight to prevent that. And that's, and that's, we have to understand that's, that's what's important first. All this profits and businesses and million dollar acquisitions and billion dollar industry. All right, cool. But who cares? What, what we should care about is people who have been affected by this war on drugs targeted on purpose just because of a plant, just because of who they were or, or what they believed, not because the plant was dangerous, it's because they use it and they use it as a tool to hurt them. And morally, it was wrong. As a nation, we just need to stand up and admit it's fucked up. I'm sorry if I can cut on here. It's messed up. Cut let's on own here. It. <laughs> yeah. That's messed yeah. up. We own it, and let's move forward, and let's kind of reconcile the situation and stop trying to act like there's still something wrong with it. It's not. It's a lie, yeah. people. It is a lie, especially when our federal government has nine patents on the plan already. They have their own medical marijuana program. They've been growing cannabis for 50 years now. Is that right? About 50 years now at, now at yeah, this point. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's sad. We have, we have a really good cannabis advocate go into the hospital and just 
horrible, horrible, horrible situation. And the only thing that helps this guy is his cannabis. And guess what? For I think he was in there for a whole month and he couldn't take it. You know, and he just kept getting, you know, his pain was just out of control and they they wouldn't let him have it because they are federally funded. And I just, you know, I will call bullshit on that one. The hospitals need to, like, let that go. And they need to let cannabis use be a part of people's healing process. <clears throat> I agree. I agree. I agree. And, and that's, that's what it gets back to. This is about freedom. You know, this isn't about, you know, who can get high and who can't get high. Um what people want to do in the privacy of their own home or, or, or for themselves, let people be people. As long as, like, I, I know people can swing mm-hmm. their fists wherever they want, but if it touches me, there's an issue. So, you know, if people want to, you know, not like, people want to be racist. I mean, I'm black, I'm a young African-American, and I get, you know, some people just don't like this. Fine, you don't, like, you don't have to like me. But, yeah, if you want to touch <laughs> me, that's a whole other scenario. But you, I'm not convinced yeah. you don't like me. You don't, if you want to be racist, be racist. Oh, okay, you have the right to be that or freedom to do that. But just don't disrespect the other person. At the end of the day, we still have to love each other. Right. We still have to respect right. each other exactly. and love each other. And, and, and regardless if we differ in opinions or not, that's fine. I respect it. I agree to disagree. But, you know, I might not invite you yeah. over to dinner. But at the same time, I don't even throw stones at you. <laughs> right. Amen. I just, you know, I, I always, my friend laughs at me because I say I have this, you know, I stay in my bubble. The people in my bubble I trust. And, you know, it's, kind of a scary place right now in the world but I think cannabis is really helpful um I always joke at the beginning of the show for one of my best friends I announced how many days until Christmas because (laughs) Christmas kind of makes me laugh and I think that more people need to use cannabis during that time to help just calm down (laughs) and relax you know yeah yeah it's a a great it's a great tool for that yeah and and it's almost as the plant was, was was meant for us and we have this endocannabinoid system where, you know, we have multiple systems in the body. You know, we got the cardiovascular system, we have the skeletal system, we have the, uh, we have the, uh, man, I'm almost forgetting my systems here. Digestive um, systems, we, I know. Yeah, I mean, the digestive systems. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, immune system, the endocrine mm-hmm. system. Um, so, yeah, it's, but the endocannabinoid system is like the 12th system in the body that we should learn about in science class or biology. And it's like that right. system it helps regulate all the other systems and the plant cannabinoids connects with our endo, our endocannabinoids or helps replenish those cannabinoids where we bring ourselves back to balance. It's almost like this natural heating and cooling unit that was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And we can, and anytime we're deficient in cannabinoids, we can replace that with plant cannabinoids that we can find through the cannabis plant as if it's always meant to be that way from the beginning. And, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the plant. There's something wrong with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are the problem. <laughs> Whatever you believe in, the, the, everything was provided here, for, you know, with, with what we need and however we need to go about using it um, in moderation. <laughs> I agree. You know, I agree. I agree. As, That's key. Yeah, it is key. Americans in general, you know, not all of them, not everybody, but there's a big problem with moderation. But, you know, Cannabis is, is that kind of plant where you, you don't want to overdo it. You know, like, you know, you've, you've heard those stories. We've all had the, the, somebody who's eaten too much of a brownie and gotten very yeah. ill, <laughs> but made it through it. I agree. It's not going to kill you, <laughs> but you got to Right, right, it. right. Yeah, I agree. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's on our part, too. We can't act like, 
you know, there's no harm with the plant. I'm not going to say harm, but there's, there's no uh, unwanted effects. You know, we do need to talk, yeah. you know, we, we, we educate. But it's not the extreme left or extreme right. It's just, like you said, moderation right in the middle of, yes, the plant is hopeful. It can have some right. challenging side effects. Yeah, uh, uh, challenging Agreed. side effects. <laughs> if you do too Agreed. much, it won't Agreed. kill you. But, yeah, you could. And, you know, sometimes the side effects are what people want. They want deep, deep relaxation, you know, but um, – Sometimes it's depending on what you what you take, you know, and, and what's in it. You can go the opposite way and not have a good time. Well, so, Earl, let everybody, let all our listeners know out there where they can find you next, see you next, what form, what business are you going to be creating, where are you going to be opening a shop next, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I'm still hanging in there. Uh, I, I I would say I, I got into the 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 business, the cannabis business for money. Um, I'll be honest. You know, I saw the as an entrepreneur, I saw the capital, I saw the opportunity. Uh, but going through all those court cases, going through all those trials, um, I really stayed in it for the movement. Um, I, I found yeah. something to where I could contribute to life and, and make an impact. Um, in what I'm doing and have a purpose behind it. So, and, and the money could come later or come whatnot, and I felt like I could really serve the world um, through being a cannabis entrepreneur versus looking at the world of how it can serve me. So I think even though those trials and tribulations could be unfortunate, and, and I appreciate those who um, have the empathy, um, again, it wasn't fun going through it. No one likes going through trials and tribulations while you're in it. Um, just when sometimes when you look back at it, you do can kind of see a bigger purpose um, to, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm a big believer in God and, and a higher power. You see a little purpose between all those trials and tribulations. So I'm, um, you can find me at, at CannabisTherapyNetwork.org, uh, CannabisTherapyNetwork.org, and that is the mother of all the brands. So if you go there, uh, you can see all the other brands that you can kind of, whatever piece your interest. If you're looking for a place, a like-minded people, um, whether that's online or uh, physically uh, inside of a place. There's, there's a craft canvas club for you. Uh, we also have monthly gift boxes. If you sign up, we have uh, a hemp uh, gift box that we give out. You can sign up for 50 bucks a month for that. So that's a craft canvas club. We give out a month, monthly gift box. We have monthly events. Um, so that's there. Uh, you have the Homegrown Weed Summit. You can sign up for the wait list. We launch that once or twice a year. We're looking to launch it again come December, January. Um, for the Homegrown Summit. Uh, we have Tiggity, which is the online journal, uh, where you can journal how cannabis uh, makes you feel. And you can share those journals and regimens with other people to help other people who are looking to get started have some kind of starting point. Um, so if you're looking to use cannabis for AD, to help with the ADD, there's other people that are doing it already. Uh, why not? Why you start from scratch? Learn from what they're using. Kind of like if you're looking to work mm-hmm. out, use some other workout routines, and then fine-tune it to what works best for you as you start working out. Um, so, yeah, we got, we got that. And then, uh, oh, I got the Candace Therapy Podcast. Check that out. Candace Therapy Podcast on nice. YouTube. Uh, check, uh, check that out as well. And, uh, yeah, and I'm looking to get awesome. a consumption license and, and an event license at the private club as soon as the city uh, figures out their ordinance here in, in Detroit, Michigan. So that's me. Awesome. That's really, really, really awesome. Thank you so much. It's been really great having you on the show, and I hope we get to chat more. 
because um, I have still more questions, but our show is unfortunately ending. But uh, thank you awesome. for uh, coming on and sharing all your wisdom, and we wish you all the best of luck. Sounds like you are uh, well on your way to a lot of cannabis success, just you know, in community. And uh, don't worry, the you know the good the gods will provide the goods, everything that you need to keep keep your journey going. Uh, keep up the good thank work, you, and thank you again. Yeah, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, and enjoy the, the Tuscan Arizona sun. Yes. <laughs> Stay warm over there. Enjoy the fall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great one. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Earl Carruthers. Now we're going to do something. We're going to try and uh, do something interesting here. All right, just hold hold on one moment. Let's see. Can you still hear me? You can still hear me now? All right. Okay, so we just actually launched the radio show, um, but now we're ending. So I can actually hear our little theme song now. Thank you, Earl Carruthers, for coming on. That was really, really awesome. So much great information. I learned a lot. I hope you all did, too. Um, thank you for tuning in. We do have more guests coming up. Uh, check out the website, com for more information. Don't forget, 86 days until Christmas. Don't panic. Just get your cannabis. You're almost right. Cannabis? Get your cannabis? <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank you, folks. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Hopefully, Canvas Kid will come back soon. Grand Island, have an awesome day. I don't even know what your weather is. Have a good one. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody.